0: I'm Danielle, I'm Fran, and this is a special bonus episode of Snow in the Mountains. Joshua Scott Adams is known to his family and friends as Josh, but he's also now known in the NamUs database as MP23137. He called his mom almost every day. An athletic and family-oriented guy, he spent many days fishing and exploring in Jefferson, Georgia. His name has been plastered over the internet and Reddit threads on the charlieproject.org and in newspapers ranging from the Southeast to Michigan, where he had completed a six-week drug rehab program called A Forever Recovery in Battle Creek, in which he worked hard to get control over his use of prescription drugs and cocaine. Hopes for his future were promising. Josh was back home, but sadly it didn't last. Just two weeks later, on May 19, 2013, 25-year-old Josh, with brown hair, brown eyes, a caring smile, Tribal tattoos on his arm and chest, and the name Ava, a tribute to his niece, tattooed on his foot, was seen for the last time in Nicholson, Georgia. It's been just shy of 10 years, and Josh is now considered an endangered missing person whose disappearance has been investigated as a homicide. We're asking you to share this information with your contacts in Georgia so we can help to bring closure to his family.
1: Yes, Danielle, as an investigator, you look at all aspects of circumstances surrounding any missing persons case, especially one that's been this long. I've worked many homicides in my 24 year uh, law enforcement career, and only a few of them were what we refer to as a, quote, smoking gun case. Uh, This is not one of those cases. So what is it about this case that we as investigators believe uh, that Josh is no longer with us on this earth? Uh, the shared evidence that you find on the internet tells us that he was seen May the 19th, 20, 2013, in Nicholson, Georgia. Uh, he was driving, uh, he was seen driving prior to that a white Chevy Malibu, later found abandoned in a pasture off Brockton Loop Road, east of Jefferson, Georgia. In his wallet, he found $25, ID and his cell phone were found inside the car. So with those, just show those few pieces of evidence, you have to try to paint a picture, Uh, at least the investigator tries to paint a picture of what happened to this young man. Um, The Jackson County Sheriff's Office in uh, Jefferson, Georgia has worked tirelessly on this case They have uh, drained a pond after discovering his shoes nearby. Uh, They've uh, had uh, air searches, ground searches, they've put cameras in wells, and they've interviewed many, many people. They've received tips, some of them uh, false, and some of them, the tips that they've received have only been in regards to someone trying to get reward money, which you'll talk about later. Um. Someone out there knows something. One of the most important things that people I think in the public don't really understand is they have seen something, but they refuse to say something. Maybe they're afraid. Uh, people can be protected. People that um, are so afraid of retaliation, from someone, that needs to be absolved by the fact that, do you want to live with what you know for the rest of your life?
0: You're right. This is
1: uh, something that people have to realize, the smallest of details uh, that a person may know may be a critical part to solving the puzzle. Most people don't want to carry that burden with them, um, you know, to their grave. They need to, they need to resolve it and come forward. Um, your information can be treated confidentially, um, even if you don't know if it's true or not. It's not for you to determine whether it's true or not. It's for the investigators to determine that. That's a great point. They know point. the rest of the puzzle. Yep. The, um, the Jackson County um, Sheriff's Office will do the right thing. They will, you know, further the investigation as, uh, as they have done all these years. I believe, just based on the information that I've read and uh, done research on in this particular case, um, and I truly don't know all of the facts, uh, as I've not been a party to uh, knowing all the facts from Jackson County, but just on face value of what I know, it would appear that um, Josh having uh, gone, to uh, drug alcohol, I mean, it was a drug rehab program in Michigan, that uh, he obviously had a drug, I mean, had a drug habit of some sort. Um, my belief is that when he returned, he was trying to do the right thing, trying to get off the drugs. And when he returned, he came back to that same environment that he left. Now, um, he, it is known and it is, it is published that he um, stole a check out of his parents' uh, house for four hundred dollars, cash a check for four hundred dollars. They did not find that four hundred dollars on him. So I believe that he either went to pay a debt uh, for something previously owed. Maybe he wanted to get that get away from that problem. He wanted to, he'd already been to rehab. He wanted to solve that problem. he was going to take care of that business and that be over with him. Maybe he owed more than $400, and that was not enough for uh, the debtor, you know, the for his debt, and the, the uh, collector wanted more than $400. Yeah. So my, my uh, hypothesis of this is that I I think that this is the scenario. I think that, that uh, he owed money for a previous debt. There wasn't enough money. I think that uh, the person that he owed the money to is the person that is involved with his Missing and probably his demise.
0: I'd like to um, interject Fran and say that um, I do believe that Jackson County is, is going about it the right way in considering this a homicide case because I think that the chances that Josh would travel all the way to Michigan, spend six weeks away from the family he loves so much doing the incredibly labor intensive uh, work of trying to, you know, gain control over his addictions would indicate to anybody that upon his return home, he was looking forward to improving his life and spending more time with his family um, as a recovering addict rather than someone in the throes of addiction. So to me, the commitment he made by going to a six week uh, rehab Shows me that this was probably not a person who was considering taking his own life, which would point to some some criminal intent by somebody correct. else.
1: Correct. That's correct. Uh, somebody out there knows something. I want to make a plea out to people that Jackson County still has a large amount of property that is pretty much uh, wilderness, you know, and there's a lot of um, hunting preserves out there land that is large tracts of land that's leased to hunters. Those hunters only go out there a few times a year and camp and do their hunting thing. And um, there's a lot of old properties that have old uh, barns, old shacks, uh, abandoned wells. So if those hunters go out there this year and they find anything, please call. Please call the sheriff's office if you find anything that you feel is not like it was when you left or that you have suspicions about let somebody take a look at that that's what their job is it's you know don't think it's going to be a false alarm or there's nothing to it so so uh, i wanted to say that to to really reach out to those people even those people that have property that that are elderly that never have never walked their property maybe maybe there's a uh there's a situation there that needs to be looked at yeah so i want to say that um you know someone has a missing piece to this puzzle and it's the right thing to do to come forward help this family get some resolution to the case and i say resolution because there's such a word as closure these fam- this family will never have closure no uh they don't get closure they deal with it every day it's something that does it doesn't get closed and locked away it's something they live with so um and they don't do all of what they do for themselves. Uh, they do it because they're a loving family and they want to recover their loved ones so that they can have some peace with that aspect of it. So that's pretty much, um, you know, how I feel about it. That uh, Those are the things that try to need to be resolved.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um Josh was six foot three inches and weighed about 220 pounds at the time of his disappearance um, just about 10 years ago and was last seen wearing a light blue shirt and white shorts. And to echo what Fran said, um, you know, the longer this goes on and the more leads that investigators follow, you know, we're hopeful that chances are somebody will speak up and do the right thing. Um, But. know we don't want these efforts to be in vain so if somebody does have any information that could be of value please um we ask that you'll share this episode and our you know subsequent social media posts with your contacts in georgia particularly in the jackson county area um if you or someone you know has any information about this disappearance where he might have gone where he may be now who might have been involved Um, We implore you to pass this information along to the Jackson County Sheriff's Office tip line. The number is 706-387-6043. Again, that's 706-387-6043. The Facebook group um, Bring Josh Adams Home has almost 7,000 followers and clearly demonstrates that his family, his friends, and his loved ones are desperately seeking information on their beloved Joshua A decade after his disappearance, there is a $30,000 reward offered for information leading to the return of Josh Adams without an arrest or conviction. And also a $50,000 reward is available for information leading to the return of Josh Adams and for viable information that leads to the arrest and conviction of the person or persons responsible for causing his disappearance. Yet, unfortunately, both of these rewards go unclaimed. We hope that sharing Josh's case will lead to new information and hope to update you in the coming weeks with more details on the mystery of Josh's disappearance.
1: That's right, Danielle.
0: Thank you for listening. We hope that you will be able to help us spread the word um, around the 10-year anniversary of Josh's disappearance so that we might do our small part to help the families move forward.
1: And our condolences go out to the family and we hope that In some way, in some small way, that maybe this will help them to further their um, investigation and helping
0: find it. That's right. Thank you, Fran, for all this information. You're welcome. Please behave and always do the right thing. Snow in the Mountains is recorded in North Georgia by Fran Bishop and co-host and producer Danielle Eigelhart. Find us on social media at snowinthemountains.pod or email us at snowinthemountainspodcast at gmail.com. Your listens, follows, likes, and shares help our show greatly and are much appreciated. New episodes are released every Wednesday. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen.